For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. No, 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 I'm not saying it's vindication. I'm saying it's partial, potential vindication for for those who have claimed, long claimed, that the Dominion voting machines uh, could be tampered with in Georgia and may have been tampered with in the 2020 election. I'm not saying it's vindication. No, I'm not. But, but it, might, it might be partial vindication. And we'll get into that coming up at the bottom of the hour. So stick around for that. I've got new information this hour, which I'm, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm really surprised nobody has been talking about today because it's a pretty big story uh, out of a, a federal courtroom in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And we'll get into that, as I said, coming up at the bottom of the hour. But first... It is the presidential pinger as we have secretly hidden GPS trackers on our U.S. presidential candidates. We're following their movements around the United States. It's Joe Kelly's presidential pinger. Today is the New Hampshire primary. We're 16 days away from the Nevada caucuses. We're 32 days until South Carolina's primary. 42 days until Super Tuesday. That's when 15 states all vote. We're 56 days away from Florida's primary. Y'all, there's not going to be much left on the ballot by the time we get to vote in 56 days. And we're 287 days away from the general election. That, of course, is going to be November 5th. The polling averages, nationwide averages of uh, nationwide polls as of today, January 23rd, 2024. Donald Trump is at 67.7%. Nikki Haley at 12.4%. She has pretty much stayed flat. Donald Trump is up slightly. Here is the latest from the 2024 campaign trail. It is primary day in New Hampshire. Former President Trump, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley squaring off in their first one-on-one contest. Trump is aiming to solidify his GOP frontrunner status after winning the Iowa caucuses last week. Haley is hoping her strength with independent voters can lift her up to an upset in the Granite State. New Hampshire is holding a Democratic primary today, but the National Party isn't recognizing it. And thus, Joe Biden's name is not on the ballot today. Uh, instead, uh, Congressman Dean Phillips, a Democrat from Minnesota, and author Marianne Williamson will appear on the ballot, while a group of Biden supporters have organized a write-in campaign. Now, the polls in New Hampshire are open until 8 p.m. Eastern. They're in the same time zone we are, obviously, and the poll results should be pretty much available quickly after that. Uh, Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris and their spouses will hold a rally tonight focused on abortion rights uh, in Virginia. That is really the only thing that they have been campaigning on for the past couple of weeks now. Nikki Haley and Governor Chris Sununu took some questions, predictable questions from reporters today. You have resisted defining what a strong showing here in New Hampshire looks like. Why won't you define what it looks like? And also, uh, former President Trump last night said you'll probably drop out today. What's your response to that? I don't do what he tells me to do. I've never done what he tells me to do. Um, Look, I mean, I think I don't strong. I've always said we'll know strong when the numbers come in. It's not like a certain number. I don't go there and say, oh, I have to have this number. I have to have that number. What I've always had in my mind is I want to be stronger than Iowa. And then South Carolina want to be stronger. Let's see what that looks like. Y'all will all be talking about it. So you can decide later whether that's strong or not. But that's what we're going to be watching for. If Trump beats you by double digits here in New Hampshire, do you think that your campaign has a future? You know, when we come in and we start. I do not know why reporters ask dumb questions like that. I, I don't know what they expect to get out of a candidate when they ask questions like that. The day and there were 13, 14 candidates in this race. I didn't get here because of luck. I get got here because I outworked and outsmarted all the rest of those fellas. So I'm running against Donald Trump, and I'm not going to talk about an obituary. 
just because y'all think we have to talk about it. I'm going to talk about running the tape and saving this country. I think we have to do it. I'm a fighter. I work hard and I do it because I love this country. And we're going to go and fight until the very last poll closes. And then we're headed to my sweet state of South Carolina. And we're going to make the case there as well. And if I may. Six weeks ago, none of you predicted Nikki That's Haley was going to be the only candidate standing. She has already exceeded expectations, already had a strong showing here. The sky's the limit. And to go into her home state with all that momentum, uh, right. that's just an amazing opportunity. By the way, Laurel and Paul, does that, am I the only one that's triggered by that sound there of that phone going off? I absolutely am. In fact, I said out loud, <laughs> shut your alarm off. Is that suddenly like, oh my gosh, it's time to wake up. Oh, I've got to wake for, up now. For a guy like you who hears like a kitten yeah. purr in the yeah. background of any call, yeah. That would drive you nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whoever had that ringtone or whatever it is, that alarm set, that's that's terrible. Uh, Donald Trump outside another New Hampshire polling place, this to Fox News. For people that might not have their mind made up tonight or today going to those polls, they might be deciding between you and Nikki Haley. So what would you want to tell those voters? Well, I, look, if they want a great country, if they want a country where we say make America great again, there's nothing like it. Make America great again. That's all you have to say. We are making America great. We had... We had this going so well. And look at the world. The world is blowing up, too. We had no wars. Russia would have never invaded Ukraine. Nothing. All of this. Israel would have never been attacked. Never. Remember this. Iran was broke. They had no money. You know why they had no money? Because I said to other countries, you can't deal with them until we make a deal. And we would have had a deal within two weeks after the election with Iran. Iran is spreading money all over, and look at what's happening. We're bombing the Middle East again. Now we're going back into the Middle East. We're bombing the hell out of the Middle East, and it's having no impact. You know why? Because they don't respect Biden. They don't respect him. They no longer respect our country. So what do voters care about? More voters pointed to immigration than to inflation as a top policy concern in January. That, according to a Harvard-Harris poll released Monday, 35% of respondents said immigration is their biggest concern among an array of issues. Inflation is a close second, named by 32% of the respondents. Immigration and inflation were followed by economy and jobs and crime and drugs. The late night comics didn't just joke about DeSantis leaving the campaign trail. They made it personal. They brutalized DeSantis. Some of this was more cruel than funny. Yeah, the Haley is capitalizing on concerns about Trump and Biden's mental fitness. You can tell by her new campaign slogan, Nikki Haley, I can drive at night. <laughs> I think uh, Haley's jazz about his mental fitness got to Trump because the next day he said that he recently aced a cognitive test and that his mind is stronger now than it was 25 years ago. Yeah, while sitting in the waiting room, Trump found most of the hidden pictures in Highlights magazine. I found the seahorse. I found the seahorse. People said it couldn't be done, but I found it. It's not great when you're constantly taking cognitive tests. Yeah. It's like you're doing one of those Am I Depressed online quizzes every few months. You probably are depressed. Yeah. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced yesterday that he was suspending his presidential campaign, and this only a few days after Iowa announced it. <laughs> after DeSantis suspended his presidential campaign and endorsed former President Trump, Trump said that he will retire the nickname Ron DeSanctimonious. Added Trump, if I kept using it, that would be very unfair to my good friend, Meatball Ron. When DeSantis dropped out, he did what anyone with a shred of self-respect would do. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is out. And he's endorsed former President Donald Trump. Oh, I get it. Tiny D. Because he's got such a small amount of dignity. Speaking of Trump, he's in a dead heat right now with Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. And uh, you can tell it's getting to him because he mispronounced her name and called her Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> so now Nikki Haley is questioning Trump's mental fitness, saying that he is just not at the same level as he was in 2016. <laughs> yeah, you know, that reasonable, perfectly rational guy he was in 2016. And there's a Joe Kelly presidential oh, pinger. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in All right, coming up next on the Joe Kelly Show, we're going to have all the headlines that you missed while you're at work today. And then the latest revelation about the Dominion voting machines in Georgia, how a computer scientist was able to hack hack one in front of a federal judge, mind you. 
Uh, this is this is not rumor, innuendo, gossip. This happened in a federal courtroom. Uh, a computer scientist was able to hack a Dominion voting machine with a BIC pen. A BIC pen, he says, question mark. We'll have that for you coming up at the bottom of the hour. Stay with us here on the Joe Kelly Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens tomorrow at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. All these defamation lawsuits for Dominion should be appealed. Yeah, listen, wait till I have the story for you coming up just after the the news at the bottom of the hour about Dominion voting systems. It's really fascinating stuff. Uh, and I'm going to uh, unpack it all for you coming up at about 535. So uh, if you have to run to the potty or something like that, do it now uh, and and come back at 535 because when, that's when we'll have uh, that, that information for you. Uh, also, if you want to join us in our chat room right now on the WDBO Facebook page, we're all remarking at the incredible length of a neck that I have. I, I think I, I take the trophy as the longest neck on the Joe Kelly show. Would you, would you not agree with that? I, uh, and, then, and then Marie asked, has it always been that long? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it really has. It, is, it has always been that long. Yeah, no doubt about that. Stepping out of the office elevator... And into today's top stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. All right, we started the day today with the Academy Awards. Uh, they tapped Oppenheimer, Barbie, and the Killers of the Flower Moon with multiple nominations. Uh, but Barbie herself evidently was snubbed. What is her name again, that actress that plays Barbie? Margot Robbie. Thing. I don't know why I cannot remember that woman's name. I'm usually good with actors and actresses' names. <laughs> but I can never remember her name. Uh, but she got she got snubbed, but Ken, Ryan Gosling, got a nomination. That's interesting. The D.C. Circuit declined to... Follow me on this one. The D.C. Circuit has declined to rehear Donald Trump's appeal of the gag order imposed on him in the D.C. election interference case. Trump's only remaining option, if he wants to further appeal the gag order, is to the Supreme Court. Ugh. Uh, Charles Osgood died. I saw his name in the news earlier today, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what Charles Osgood did that got, that has him in the news. And then I realized, oh, he died. Charles Osgood was the uh, the longtime stalwart, the host of CBS's Sunday Morning. He was kind of like the, I don't want to say the poor man's Paul Harvey. He was like TV's Paul Harvey, I guess I would say. Uh, dead at the age of 91. I don't know if you guys remember, but Apple, Apple, the, 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 the phone company, the watch company, the Apple has, has for a long time been talking about making a car. Apple has pivoted now to a less ambitious design of its car with the intent of finally bringing an electric vehicle to market. Ah, good timing. Right when nobody wants electric vehicles. And finally, something that is actually happening right now. It is breaking news. <laughs> Once again, the United States and the UK are striking Iranian-backed militias, this time in Iraq, in retaliation for attacks on American forces. Uh, it really has become tit for tat, uh, rather than a strategic plan to go after our enemies. Uh, we are we are simply playing whack-a-mole out there with uh, those who seek us harm, and that's a, that's a real shame. Donald Trump, by the way, this was last night on the campaign trail. Uh, he went on and on about uh, uh, about getting an Iron Dome. The Iron Dome, for those that don't know, is the missile system uh, that protects Israel uh, from incoming missiles, incoming uh, uh, ordnance. And Donald Trump has previously said he wants an Iron Dome over the United States, and he vows and uh, pledges and promises and commits to an Iron Dome over the United States if he is elected president. I will 
build an iron dome over our country, a state-of-the-art missile defense shield made in the USA. We do it for other countries. We help other countries. We build. We don't do it for ourselves. We need it too. You know, Reagan proposed that many years ago. Star Wars. He he proposed it many many years ago. But at that time, there was no technology. It was just like it looked good. But we have unbelievable technology. We shoot them down. I've seen so many things. I've seen shots that you wouldn't even believe. Missile launched. They go missile launched, and you hear a bell go. I mean, I see this. I like. I, it's so incredible. And these guys, these geniuses, they go, these are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch. Pshin, boom. It's the most un- And we don't have it here. But we help other countries in having it. No. I think we need more political candidates that do their own sound effects. I think that's awesome. Uh, that having been said, and I should I should note, and I I didn't make this clear after DeSantis got out of the race. Uh, so now I so now Donald Trump's my guy. So I'll be voting for Donald Trump in the primary unless something uh, catastrophic happens between now and March nineteenth when we finally get to vote. Uh, but I'll be voting for for Donald Trump. That having been said, that idea that he is going to deliver the Iron Dome to the United States is absolute balderdash. It is garbage nonsense. It will never happen, nor should it happen. And it is one of the disadvantages of electing a president who could only serve four years because he could not possibly get an Iron Dome in place in four years. The second he takes office, he is a lame duck president who can't serve another term. Beyond that, the United States is too large to build an iron dome. Israel is a tiny little speck on the map, and they can much more easily protect it with a missile system, unlike the United States, who has thousands of miles of borders uh, that, that, that we can't protect. And honestly, and I think even the most ardent Trump supporters will agree with me on this one, the bigger threat right now is not missiles from the sky it is the unknowns that are coming across our southern border. That's where the danger lies. Uh, when Ronald Reagan touted the idea of Star Wars back during the Cold War, the actual threat at the time was intercontinental ballistic missiles armed with nuclear warheads. That was the threat. That was why Ronald Reagan was ahead of his time on saying we need a missile defense system. Well, now, yeah, yeah, the Russians have hypersonic missiles. They're probably overselling the the technology that they have in Russia. China uh, has hypersonic missiles, and they're probably overselling them. It's the intercontinental ballistic missiles that, that are still the ones that we have to worry the most about. Uh, but at the end of the day, and you know, we learned this on 9-11. We have learned this uh, multiple times over. Uh, Israel learned this on, on October 7th. I mean, the real danger is is the, the, the lone terrorist or, or the small cell, the sleeper cell, the Boston Marathon cell. I mean, these are the people that we have to worry about and spending trillions of dollars on a missile defense system in the United States is truly a spectacularly stupid idea. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. And by the way, I, to me, it's akin to uh, Donald Trump's promise coming down the escalator that he was going to uh, build a wall and make Mexico pay for it. I knew when he said it, there was no way Mexico was going to pay for it. I give him props uh, for getting a lot of the wall built. He took it out of the Pentagon's budget. Uh, it, that which is how it should be, quite frankly. It should be a national defense expenditure because there was no way Mexico was ever going to pay for that wall in the first place. But there is no way the United States is going to build an Iron Dome. And if we are, there's no way Donald Trump would have the time or resources to get it done in only four years. Coming up next here on the Joe Kelly Show, I'm going to unpack the latest on the Dominion voting machines as a computer scientist demonstrated in front of a judge, a federal judge, an Obama-appointed federal judge, that with a Bic pen and a smart card, he could not only change the vote on that machine, but on a whole bunch of machines connected to it. That's next. Stay with us. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join-
join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. You know, I turn away for one second and the chat group is talking about asparagus and after effects of asparagus. I don't even want to know what y'all are talking about in there. Uh, in caramel or caramel, car- caramel, 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 caramel. That's a place in California. Caramel is the thing that goes in the candy bars, right? All right. It's the Joe Kelly show. You can join me at 844-580-WDBO. Hey, Joe, you seem to know a lot about how long it takes to uh, make or install an iron dome. How long and how much did it take for Israel to install theirs? I just figured you must know. You know how I can't detect sarcasm? I, f- I, feel, like, I feel like that guy was being sarcastic. I feel like he was trying to be a, um, uh, right? So here's what I can tell you about Israel and the United States. Israel is roughly 8,000 square miles, okay? So their Iron Dome has to protect 8,000 square miles. To protect the United States, the United States is 3.7 million square miles, okay? That should be pretty pretty easy to figure out that protecting the United States with an Iron Dome system is a virtual impossibility, if not a complete impossibility. You give Trump a lot of praise and then you kick him in the balls the next time you turn around. I'm thinking you're bipolar, dude. You know, I've got this weird thing going on that's called objectivity. I, I don't take ownership of Donald Trump. I'm able to look at someone and say, you know what, uh, he's he's the best candidate that we've got, uh, but he is terribly flawed. A- and he is. He's terribly flawed. There's a whole lot of reasons why why Donald Trump uh, is, a, is a flawed candidate and a flawed man. Uh, and, I, and I'm able to objectively look at that. I, I know a lot of people who follow Trump don't have that capacity. They, they so idolize and so worship at the altar of Donald Trump that they can see no chink in the armor. They can see no flaw whatsoever. Uh, as, as a son of God, uh, as an adopted son of, of God and as a follower of Jesus Christ, I, I see that we're all broken human beings and, and I worship no man. I don't worship Donald Trump. What about the Dominion Voting Company? They're the ones that sued everybody for millions of dollars. I think Giuliani, too, got sued. Yep. Now they show the proof how the voting machines can be rigged. What do you got to say now, Joe? You said you're voting for Trump, but I don't believe it. I, I Here's the deal. I don't care. If you don't believe me or not, it doesn't affect me one way or the other. That's on you. Wasn't it you, Joe, that said Dominion voting machines were not hacked? You just run your mouth and you never got nothing to back it up with. Do you guys want me to explain this? Let me explain this. First of all, there is zero evidence that the Dominion voting machines got hacked in the 2020 elections. If you take a moment, let me unpack what what has happened today. So... The irony of this is that this does not stem from the 2020 elections. This actually predates the 2020 elections. In Atlanta in 2017, a group called the Coalition of Good Governance sued Georgia uh, to, uh, to, to get them to change the Dominion voting machines, saying that they were vulnerable to hacking. So this has been a lawsuit that has been going on since 2017. Here's the rich, rich irony. The Coalition for Good Governance is a liberal activist group. It was a lefty group that sued the state of Georgia over the Dominion voting machines. And they brought in a Professor Halderman, Professor J. Alex Halderman from the University of Michigan. And in a federal courtroom in front of a judge that was appointed by Barack Obama, the professor demonstrated how he could use a big, big pen, a ballpoint pen, and a smart card to easily copy, edit, and change votes within seconds. Not only could he change the votes on a single Dominion machine, he could change votes on multiple Dominion machines from one machine. He would not have to go from machine to machine to machine to change the votes because they're all networked together and he could change them all with a BIC pen and a smart card. 
Now, this was all presented um, a, a couple of years ago, but the judge sealed the information. Now, here again, Halderman writes, and this is to answer your question about, Joe, you were the one who said the election wasn't stolen. In their paper, and there's a 96-page report, and I've got the entire report. You can read it word for word. You don't have to go onto those conspiracy theory websites. I've got the actual court documents from this hearing. It's 96 pages, and it's all available right now in this story at WDBO.com or in the WDBO app. Halderman, the author of the report, writes, While we are not aware of any evidence that the vulnerabilities have been exploited to change votes in past elections, without more precautions and mitigations, there is a serious risk that they'll be exploited in the future. So they don't have evidence that the 2020 elections were stolen. They do have evidence that the Dominion voting machines are vulnerable. Now, here's where it gets even more interesting. As one of the open mics alluded, as it's well known. Fox News hmm, virtually destroyed themselves in settling a lawsuit from Dominion. They paid $787 million to Dominion and fired Tucker Carlson, destroying their primetime lineup. Because they had agreed, Fox News had agreed that they knowingly broadcast lies about the the Dominion voting machines and that they were used to steal the 2020 election. Now, don't you think that Fox News would not have settled this case for $787 million if they actually had evidence that the election was stolen? Why would they just volunteer $787 million? They would not volunteer that. Now, there's more. The state's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, Raffensperger, this is the guy that Donald Trump had the phone call with saying, if you can just find me 17,000 more votes, whatever it was. Um, Halderman, the author of the report, warned the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, uh, that they needed to install security patches on the Dominion machines so that they would no longer be vulnerable. Raffensperger said the security patches, that they will not be able to install them until after the 2024 presidential election. And Raffensperger has been aware of the findings for two years. Now, as I said earlier, I have objectivity. And I am absolutely willing to uh, adjust my beliefs, my feelings, my ideas based upon new information and new evidence. And I, I will certainly acknowledge, based upon this information, that Dominion voting machines are problematic. But Fox is not going to pay $787 million. Rudy Giuliani is being sued for $1.3 million. Um, Mike Lindell has pretty much lost my pillow because of a, a defamation lawsuit from Dominion voting machines. Uh, they're, they're attempting to fight them or get those cases dismissed. Newsmax settled. Uh, uh, is it O-N-N or O-A-N? I don't know what that other news network is. Is it O-A-N? Yeah, I believe it's OAN. OAN settled for an undisclosed amount of money with Dominion. So all of these companies are still paying paying out the wazoo for uh, for defaming Dominion voting machines uh, over the 2020 election claims that the, the that the election was stolen. So clearly, we, we, we've got a, a contradiction of of issues here, and uh, unless and until somebody is able to go back and look in those machines and see that this election was stolen. It is really more of an academic discussion than anything at this point. But I will say, uh, for those who have long held that the Dominion voting machines are unsafe, I wholeheartedly agree with you now uh, that the, the, the Dominion voting machines are unsafe. And I think it is 
absolute negligence on behalf of the state of Georgia uh, to not install these software patches uh, to fix the the problems with the Dominion voting machines ahead of the 2024 presidential election. Shame on them. Uh, and and it certainly does give the impression. And, and frankly, every lawsuit, everything that has been done to Donald Trump leading up to the 2024 election certainly does set the stage, you know, for for someone who wants to for a party, the Democrats, that wants to make the, the make it look as if the elections are completely legitimate. They sure do everything within their power to make the elections look illegitimate. And and they continue to do so by not updating the software on the Dominion voting machines. Again, I have all the documentation. As they say, I have the receipts. And you can see all of the receipts in this story in the WDBO app or at WDBO.com. You can join me at 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on The Joe Kelly Show. Everybody in the media made Mike Lindell out to be a crazy person. And maybe he is, but... What you're saying about these voting machines being so easily hacked is crazy. And and maybe the crazy guy is right sometimes. Uh, yeah, you know, first of all, is he a play, was it a playground? Do you think he was at a playground or at a restaurant? Do you think that's what it was? Could, could you hear the kids in the Soccer practice. Chuck E. Cheese. I think uh, I heard the uh, ding ding, order number 12. Order 12. Sounded kind of cool. Anyhow. Yeah, you know, um, y- yes, I'll give you an, I'll give an example of that. Uh, during COVID, all the crazy wackadoos that said that social distancing won't help, wearing masks won't help, the vaccine doesn't stop the spread. Those, all the crazy people at the beginning of the pandemic have all been proven right. See, that's, again, that's called objectivity. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't have that, but I, I have this crazy sense of objectivity. I can adjust my thinking based upon new information. At the beginning of the pandemic, I thought, yeah, they probably know what they're talking about. But Fauci's been around for a long time. He's got to know what he's talking about. Little did I know he was making that crap up as he went along. And we got a couple of questions about this. All those people that got sued by Dominion voting machines incorporated whatever their name is needs to get their money back part of the problem there is is they settled they settled it wasn't a court judgment they settled and some settlements can't be unsettled some settlements can uh you'll have to look at the legal documents and i'll trust that that's exactly what fox news is doing right now as we speak we'll continue the joe kelly show here on wdbo the joe kelly show on wdbo now, from the Bogan Munns and Munns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Munns and Munns. Well, we'll just look at downtown for the first part of this. It's going to be a little bit crowded on the westbound side of I-4, starting around par and onto the 408 eastbound. On the eastbound side of I-4, it's heavy between Kaylee and Amelia, and then it bunches up again par to Lee. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. Hey, programming note for you. So it is, what, 6.06 now. The polls are open in New Hampshire until 8 p.m. So they close at 8 p.m. And beginning at uh, just after 8 o'clock, we are going to start our live coverage uh, until at least 10 o'clock tonight here on WDBO. So if you're going to be out tonight driving around, if you're looking for a source for news and information, we're going to have live coverage of the New Hampshire primary. Uh, that's uh, coming up tonight beginning at 8 o'clock. And Laurel, I don't know if you know this, but you're anchoring uh, till 10 with that. So Yeah, brand new news to me. Uh, <laughs> Hang on. Talk about that. Hang on, breaking news. It's mm. news news to Laurel. <laughs> no, it's okay, Laurel. We've got it covered. Don't worry about it. Uh, but I do have other, I have other information, Laurel, that is going to be of interest to you. 
Okay. And that is the Megacon coming up February 1st through the through the 4th at the Orange County Convention Center. Oh, yeah. I know all about that. I, I got to tell you, I am blown away at the quality and quantity of celebrities that are going to be appearing at Megacon. Little irritated because you're stealing talking points that I was going to do on Friday oh. when I'm hosting your show. Oh. But, you know, that's okay. That's okay. I'll forgive you. But I'm yeah, so- some of the biggest names in the entertainment industry yes. are coming to Orlando. Like, I just want to go to the airport and hang out and watch celebrities. Just do you know, look for celebrities coming and going. That sounds like a great... And you wouldn't even have to buy a Megacon ticket. You could right. catch them at the airport. I mean, is Megacon sold out? Can, no. can they sell out? Do they sell out? I mean, they- So that was actually a kind of point of contention last year in that Megacon is growing so rapidly yeah. and getting so many big stars. Right. That last year on the Saturday, it was jam-packed yeah. to the point where everybody, con- well, everybody, a lot of people contacted Megacon and said, hey, you need to put a limit on tickets because we don't think you have one. And everybody in Orlando is coming to Megacon and there's just no room to even walk or stop or see anything. And you're literally dealing with tens of thousands of people that all have crippling anxiety. Yes, we are all introverts. We don't want anybody else to be there. There's a reason why everybody's wearing masks. They're all introverts. They don't like people, but they want to be out there. But honestly, it got so big on that Saturday that I would try to stop at a booth and you couldn't because the crowd kept pushing you. And so there are so many cool things to see. But one of the suggestions has been that whoever's in charge of Megacon put a limit on those tickets. Absolutely. There are still tickets available if you want to try to go. Um, It does run Thursday through Sunday. Can I imagine that Megacon's response to that was uh, no? Well, (laughs) right. If they're buying the tickets, they're going to sell them. I I can imagine the the convention center is so big. I can imagine they'd expand it, right? But the key is raise the ticket prices. I mean, that's that's what Disney does. And everybody hates them for it. And it's already expensive to go to Megacon as it is anyway. But the way to get smaller crowd numbers and still make the Megacon owners satisfied is to raise the ticket prices. Yeah, and that's you certainly know, an idea. And you know what? They've they've done a really good job in the last few years of handling parking. Because anybody that's gone in the last five years knows that parking has been a disaster. Yeah, they It's far away. They've put you in muddy fields. Well, now you prepay for parking. And a lot of people are like, what? More money? But now I'm guaranteed a parking spot. And so I think they've done a really good job fixing that problem. Um, but yeah, the, the crowding issue, I think, is the next thing that they're going to look at. You know, the older I get, the absolute worse that sounds to, to be a part of. I just, I, I would love to go to Comic Con in San Diego or MegaCon here, but I think the crowds at my age are just going to make me go nuts. I now, can't deal with that. And for for those who have never been before, if you've never been to a a, a con as they're called. Uh, if you've never been to a con, there, there's different aspects to it. There's there's an entertainment aspect to it. Uh, there are presenters. There are vendors. There are people who sell things. You could probably buy all of your Star Wars gear there. You could probably buy a, a whole Stormtrooper outfit. You could... Uh, you, you could buy uh, T-shirts. You can buy costumes. You can buy blasters and and lightsabers and and anime things and all you kinds of stuff. You can buy meet stuff. and greets with any one of well, these stars, and that, too. That, and that's where I'm going next. And so then next, they bring all these celebrities in, and they all kind of line up on a wall, and they have their backs to a wall, and you pay extra. Uh, depending on who the celebrity is as to how much you pay and you have to pay extra to stand in line and to get a depending on the celebrity depending on what you pay you can get a picture taken with them or get an autograph from them or say hello to them or whatever but some of them are really weird Uh, i remember uh, was it carrie elways a few years ago carrie elways wouldn't sit and Carrie, for, you, for those who don't know who Carrie Elways is, if you ever saw the Princess Bride, he was he was Dread Pirates Roberts. He was the prince. Um, Wesley. Yes, as, as you wish. Uh, he, by the way, was also in Dune. He was the the emperor in Dune. I didn't realize that until like after I saw Dune. I'm like, wait, I saw in the credits Carrie Elways. I'm like, Carrie Elways is in that movie? And I had to rewind it just to see where he was. Uh, but but he skirted off, and that's probably not the right way to phrase it. He put skirting around him, uh, you know, six feet tall, so you couldn't even see him. Because people don't, because these celebrities feel like you're stealing from them if you take a picture from afar. Right. So if you if you're in autograph lane that they call it, they're essentially 
three-sided cubicles in autograph lane where you can from afar see the see the person giving autographs. You can see the celebrity. You're not yeah. supposed to stop and stop and take pictures, but you can see them. For the photo ops, they now have closed curtained cubicles for lack of a better term. So nobody's stealing photos. But yeah, that was weird because I think he was only doing autographs and he still insisted on being closed, uh, you know, enclosed so nobody could see him. Now, last year, Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Skywalker, was there. And not only was he not on the floor, they had him on a second level in a closed off room Hmm. before anybody could get to him. So... I guess it depends on what their agents insist on the level of security. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, but um, hasn't hasn't Hayden over the past few years, hasn't he just kind of gone away? He no. He want that. No. Well, I, no. I didn't he's think back. He wanted that spotlight. He wanted to he, be. Well, I know he was back in the. He didn't like how Disney he was Plus. treated, Laurel, right? Okay. He didn't like how he was. Some fans t- treated him badly and, and were weird to him about sand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's very coarse. <laughs> it's, it's right. It gets in everything. He hates sand <laughs> yeah you know when the when the movies of his came out people didn't necessarily have the best reception towards them and therefore they turned their hate on him even though it wasn't his fault right that they didn't like the movies yeah. um and so he did disappear for a while but since coming back in the ob1 show um the love for him has just exploded yeah. i was at celebration in london and he got a standing ovation because people wanted to show how much they love him so he's definitely back and, and making the rounds people people seem to think here you guys can relate to this people seem to think that because you're on film and and because you paid to get a convention to, to go to to a convention that you can be an absolute rude douchebag to that person and and just like oh i don't know if they're on the radio you feel like just because someone's on the radio you can be the rudest douchebag in the world to them uh, because they're on the radio and they deserve it anyway. See where I'm going with this? All right, so some of, can I just name some of the celebrities that are scheduled to be in town? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Loki, Tom Hiddleston. And by the way, these are all subject to change. So, the, so some of them will cancel the last minute or whatever the case. So And some of them are up to $300 just to take a photo with them, by I, the way. I bet Loki's in that category. I bet he is too. Uh, and Ewan McGregor, who played uh, Han, uh, Ob, um, uh, Obi-Wan. There you go, Obi-Wan, sorry. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is back. He played Anakin Skywalker. Then the entire cast of Back to the Future. Every last one of them. And uh, nearly the entire cast of Princess Bride. But can you take a picture with the whole cast or oh, do you do, do you it individually? To, do you have to pay individually if you do the whole cast? No, they have, a it group? depends. They they often have groups. And I do believe Back to the Future is offering a group photo. Yeah, they have like a thousand dollar picture. Oh, a thousand. Yeah, I would say it'd even be more than that. Uh, Susan Sarandon, who, who while she's famous for a lot of things, her hook in a con is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, that was her thing. Uh, Gina Davis, awesome. Marissa Tomei, love her. Uh, Robin Wright, which again goes to Princess Bride. She was also in House of Cards and so many others. Uh, Finn Wolfhard uh, and the other kids from Stranger Things. They're all going to be there. I don't know the other how to pronounce the other guy's name. Paul Bettany, who uh, played Vision in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Rain Wilson from The Office. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, which some of these celebrities, I'm like, ah, that person is still alive. Katie Seagal from Married with Children. Um, Gina Carano, she was in The Mandalorian until she wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Sean Gunn, who was in Guardians of the Galaxy, sort of. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ashley Eckstein. I never know who she is. Who is Ashley Eckstein? So Ashley Eckstein's a big, big name in Star Wars. She is the voice of Ahsoka Tano. And she runs the Her Universe uh, website, which began as a clothing line for us geeky girls because nobody ever made Star Wars shirts for us that were cute. Now it does men and women's clothing. Um, But she's actually a local, and she is often at the parks. Whenever we have lightsaber meetups in front of the Millennium Falcon, like the nerds we are, she often comes as a really cool down-to-earth celebrity and come and says hi. Now, for some of our older listeners, you may remember there was once a show. It was just a little show. It was called MASH. And uh, honestly, as God is my witness, I did not think these people were alive. Jamie Farr is going to be there and Loretta Swit is going to be there. That I'm. Hey, Google, how old is Jamie Farr? Hmm, something went wrong. Yeah, 
Uh, Try see, again in a few seconds. Maybe Jamie. I, I maybe had Jamie drinks Farr with Jamie Farr one time. No, I had drinks with him at one time. This is probably 25, 30 years ago, and he's from San Diego, so or he was living there at the time. Wallace so, Shawn is going to be there. Oh, I love him. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Um, let's see. Jamie Farr is eighty-nine and, years old. Thank you very much. Uh, Jamie Presley, who is the Walmart version of the girl that played Barbie. Okay. What's her name? Margot Robbie. I cannot remember. I have got a mental block on that woman's name for some reason. Jamie Presley. William Shatner, which is so funny because if you ever saw Galaxy Quest, I mean, William Shatner is the title character on Galaxy Quest showing up at a con. Uh, Alan Tudyk is going to be there. I I love Alan Tudyk. He played. Um, he was in Star Wars as K two S O. He was also in the the show called The Resident Alien, which I and thought and he's was the fun. voice of Hey Hey. I don't know what that and is. Moana. I, I don't. I've never. I got nothing. Uh, Anthony Daniels, which I cannot <laughs> he also believe the Anthony, pirate in Dodgeball, which I, is one of my favorites. <laughs> I can't believe Anthony Daniels is still alive. Not only is he alive, he's thriving. Well, he, he just wrote a book, a he, big selling book. I own it. He played uh, R2D2 or C3PO. I am not sure which one he oh was. My gosh. He's the tall golden one. Kevin Dillon is going to be there. Um, um, uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. What was he? He's was everywhere. he? Was it he, he was Angel 25 or whatever it is in Con Air? Machete. He's Machete. Yeah. Uh, Juliet Lewis is going to be there. Carrie Elways again. Yes, of course. Um, Alex Kingston. I used to have the biggest crush on Alex, Alex Kingston. She's in Doctor Who. Mm, oh, and then there's a Charmed mini reunion, it seems, with Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan. Meh. And then who is Tim, Timura Morrison? Tamora Morrison. Say his name right. He's Boba Fett. Oh, sorry. Which, oh. No, which, which rendition of Boba Fett was he? All of he? them. He well, was in all no. of them. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was not the OG OG, but in all of the prequels, plus he voiced mm-hmm. all of the cartoons, plus he voiced all of the clones in all of the cartoons and in the normal movies and in the book of Boba Fett. Okay, and Giancarlo Esposito is going to be there, which is awesome. He is the nicest guy. I got to meet him, and he is so cool, so nice. And Keith David is going to be there? I thought, hey, Google, how old is Keith David? Keith David is 67 years old. I don't know why, but I thought for sure he was dead. Um, Chris, <laughs> I'm sure he'd be happy to hear he's alive. Chris Sarandon, who played the the prince in The Princess Bride. Not the good prince, the bad prince. He's also the voice of Jack Skellington. Oh. In A Nightmare Before Christmas, which you've never seen, so never mind. Randy Quaid is, is going to be there, and he is as nutty as every he's character is. As he, he is an absolute mess. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. This is not right. Shannon Doherty's going to be there? She will be there, but she's not going to be with her charmed co-actresses because they don't get along very well anymore. Well, but she's also very sick. She is. She's She's got cancer. She's had cancer for for a a good minute or two now. Uh, So there you go. So there are, and and, uh, evidently Tony Danza and Jonathan Frakes dropped out. So there you go. There's just some of the celebrities. It is going to be a, 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 an exciting weekend, no doubt, when all these celebrities are going to be in town for Megacon. I have been in the past. I will not be going out because I'm with you, Paul Cross. At that point, there's just too many people. And uh, it's just uh, none of them have used deodorant in months. And it's, uh, it's, it's they need a shower and take their anxiety medicine. And we'll all go home. Oh, Call it a day. Oh. It's the Joe Kelly Show. If, you, uh, if you're offended by that, my name is Paul Cross, C-R-O-S-S. You can email me, paulcross at uh, WDBO.com. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The NBA will tip off its second annual Rivals Week tonight. Good. Things will start uh, tonight when the Brooklyn Nets host the New York Knicks at 7.30. The game will be followed by a battle of Los Angeles with the Clippers hosting the Lakers at 10 p.m. Two. Experts say online fraud is at a crisis level and being fueled by artificial intelligence. Fraud costs the U.S. consumers more than $7 billion during the first three quarters of 2023. The most popular fraud scams target grandparents using AI-generated voice recordings and elaborate imp- elaborate 
imposter schemes. One. One. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin making his first public appearance since his controversial hospitalization. He took part in a virtual meeting today with nations providing Ukraine with military assistance. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. All right, Paul Cross, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but a couple of teenagers were arrested over the weekend uh, for speeding, for racing. I say teenagers, they were, they were 20 and one was 20 years old, one was 16. So a, a teenager and a 20-year-old. They were drag racing, speeding. If you, I guess it's not drag racing by definition. Uh, but they were speeding down the turnpike at 199 miles an hour. You know, I, I never feel unsafe anywhere in Orlando. I never feel unsafe when I go to the grocery store. I never feel unsafe when I go to the mall. I, be, I Because I don't... I don't put myself in scenarios that are dangerous. You know, I, I don't I don't hang out with drug dealers. Uh, I, I don't hang out with domestic abusers. You know, most most violence that happens in our communities is familiar violence. It's not it's not stranger violence. The stranger violence is pretty rare. Uh, but I will tell you that the one time I fear I fear street racers and and man, when when I drive home at night, Every night, invariably, I, I don't take the toll roads. I take the streets. Uh, I, I, I'm not uh, bougie like you guys that take the toll roads everywhere. Uh, I, 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 take the, uh, the, I, I, I take the free streets. <laughs> and every time I do, uh, there's a, I, I go down Silver Star, and I swear I get past at, at rates of speed that blow my mind. And I don't know how there aren't more crashes. I don't know how more people aren't dying in crashes. Uh, but there are people that are in very big hurries, uh, but it just scares the daylights out of me. And and frankly, when people are speeding like this, when they're racing at 199 miles an hour, you know how many lives they're endangering at that time? I mean, they're endangering everybody's life that is on the road. Then they're endangering the lives of the police officers. Whatever the penalties are for for racing, it's not enough. I, I, think I got it, news for you, Joe. They don't care. They, the racers? They yeah, the racers. No, they, they don't, don't care. care. And, and, and one of the cases, and this kind of makes me mad. In one of the cases, the the driver was driving his dad's car, and they say that the car was returned to the dad. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I think in a scenario like that, you impound the car, you take the car because dad's going to pay for that. I, I mean, well, I, that's also a felony. So when you're involved in that high speed, uh, and let's just say you're pulled over at doing 190, that is a felony. And they have right, the right not to take that. They have the right to take that property from you anyway. Yeah, and and I think I think they should, but evidently they didn't. They returned the the car to his father, which is upsetting to me. Uh, they should absolutely impound that. A red Chevy Camaro. Wow, a Camaro at 199 miles an hour. That's kind of surprising to me. I would think only downhill. Uh, pushed off a cliff, could it go 199 miles an hour from a Chevy Camaro? Y'all slow down out there! All right, I'm Joe Kelly. You're listening to The Joe Kelly Show. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Also, Alan Tudyk has played every cool role ever, but the most important one that you forgot is either iRobot or the other one. <laughs> yes, definitely. Either iRobot or the other one. How does he how does he get pegged for playing robots in every movie? How how I, I have to tell you, Joe, when you were going through that whole list of Megacon people, I kept thinking, I really don't know. All I know is Joe's talking about you know the guy from that thing that just that, that kept going through my head but laurel of course was like boom boom oh, she boom knows, boom yeah. she knew them all she knows who everybody is she's she knows everybody's going to be there all right i've got a uh, we still got people talking about the the report about dominion voting machines that came out today joe i'm curious if you know why or who made those documents sealed about the dominion machines being able to be hacked because when i think back two years ago if that information came out 
what that would have done to fan the flames of everything that was going on. I mean, it's still important and it still gets people fired up, but then it really would have added to the chaos. Who made them sealed? Who approved it? Great, great question. I love your measured tone. I, I, I love your attitude. I love your, uh, your inquisitiveness. Inquisitiveness? I love your curiosity on that. Uh, yeah, I, I, know, I know who. Uh, why is not quite as clear. Uh, why might be open to interpretation. But the who, the who that sealed it, was Obama-appointed Judge Totenberg. Uh, she sealed and covered up the results of the investigation on the Dominion machines until last week. This just became public, uh, and which is why I find it interesting that nobody is reporting on this. Uh, and and it, yeah, I mean, you're not going to see it on the network news. The network news is on right now. They're not going to play it on the network news. Uh, the for those that didn't hear in the last hour, uh, I'll I'll give you the thumbnail sketch here. A Michigan professor of computer science and engineering named J. Alex Halderman was able to hack a machine in front of U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg in an Atlanta, Georgia court. This stems from a lawsuit, not from the 2020 elections, as you might assume, but from 2017. A liberal group sued the state of Georgia over the Dominion machines, saying that the Dominion machines were not safe. That they, they were not secure. And this uh, computer science professor, uh, Halderman, was able to hack into a Dominion machine using a Bic ballpoint pen and a memory card. So this guy MacGyvered the Dominion machine with a Bic pen and a memory card. And not only was he able to enter one machine... But because they're all networked together, he was able to change the votes on all of the machines. And he did it in front of the judge, U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg in Atlanta, Georgia, an Obama appointee. And the plaintiffs asked Judge Totenberg to order Georgia to stop using Dominion's touchscreen machines. Currently, to this day even... The machines are used by nearly every in-person voter statewide in the state of Georgia. And again, this has nothing to do with Donald Trump's claims about a stolen election in Georgia. But man, if, if that case in Fulton County doesn't fall apart anyway because of Fonnie Willis's uh, 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 s- s- sexual uh, inclinations, it certainly could fall, fall apart now, one would think. And we've, I've got the receipts on this. If you want to see, I've got the, there's a 96-page report about this. Now, I should point out, lest I, lest I end up having to fork over a billion dollars to Dominion voting machines, uh, this Professor Alderman says, we are not aware of any evidence that the vulnerabilities have been exploited to change votes in past elections. Without more precautions and mitigations, there is a serious risk they will be exploited in the future. And the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, said that they would not install Dominion security patches until after the 2024 presidential election. Raffensperger has been aware of the findings for two years now. For the party, for the Democrat Party to claim that the election wasn't stolen... They're, they, they're doing everything within their power to give the impression that it was. They're doing everything within their power to give the impression that it will be again in 2024. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Max is in Orlando. Hey, Max, you're on WDBO. Hi, Joel. Hi. Listen, uh, I want, I'll try to be brief as I can. Listen, there is an organization that is working with the... Uh, Home security, uh, uh, homeland security, actually, and uh, there are so much money that they're getting, and their function, as far as I know, due to a documentary I've seen uh, somewhere else, they supposed to prevent uh, hacking within our nation, and it seems to be that they don't do any reports or anything to the uh, Congress or 
or anything in relation to what they do, what they did, and so far. And I, I have a feeling that this organization maybe might have something to do, because when you have experts that actually prevent hacking people to come into the nation's uh, uh, computer system or everything else, you know, they have that capability to do something else. And it seems well, sure, the, 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 some type of investigation. Yeah, the big concern the is uh, well, and, CISA. Well, and, and frankly, if Fox News should be well suited to do an investigation. They are, after all, the ones that had to pay $787 million in a settlement to Dominion voting machines, to Dominion, whatever their, their uh, company name is. They had to pay $787 million to them as part of a settlement uh, over what they said were false claims made by their reporters, including Tucker Carlson, who Fox fired over this, uh, losing their, their major star in their primetime lineup. I mean, this was a big deal. And at this point, if anybody's going to do an investigation into this, it should be Fox News. They should want their pound of flesh back from Dominion voting machines if they were able to prove that there were shenanigans in the 2020 presidential election. But again, the scientist in charge of this, the professor, the computer science and engineering professor, said there was no evidence. They could not find any evidence that that the elections were hacked. And keep in mind that there are still outstanding lawsuits. While Fox News had to pay $787 million, do you know Rudy Giuliani is is being sued for $1.3 billion dollars 1.3 billion dollars that's how much mike lindell is being sued for is 1.3 billion dollars um sydney powell is being sued for 1.3 billion dollars patrick byrne is the former excuse me ceo of overstock.com and he was one of the biggest funders and and propagators of election misinformation uh he is being sued for $1.6 billion in damages and $1.3 billion in other expenses related to his quote-unquote false claims about the elections. So Dominion is still out there suing everybody's pants off over lies about this. As this week, it is revealed that their machines are vulnerable to tampering and they are to this day vulnerable to tamping. Uh, tampering. As I said, we've got the receipts. You can see the entire document for yourself. Uh, we've got all 96 pages of it right now in this story in the WDBO app or d- at WDBO.com. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Hey, Joe, putting my tinfoil hat on here real quick, but wouldn't you say it's possible that there could have been a Dominion machine in another building somewhere that was able to manipulate the machines that people were voting at, change votes and whatnot? And if that was the case, I mean, there really wouldn't be any evidence, right? I don't know. What do you think? See, I think these are for, okay. First of all, uh, I appreciate your tone. I appreciate that we can have a civil discussion about this without everybody huffing and puffing and, and getting upset. I don't have all the answers. Uh, I just know what was publicly made available today through those court documents. Um, is that possible? Gosh, I guess it's possible. And and while we all have a vested interest. In the election outcome of the 2020 election, it's all water under the bridge at this point. Um, there is no way that that in in with uh, eleven months to go that Donald Trump is going to be um, you know placed into the White House. It's it's all water under the bridge. It's it's uh, it's as they say, it's all over. But the shouting <clears throat> and the shouting continues in in most circles. Um, that having been said, while we all have a vested interest in the outcome of our elections, nobody has a bigger interest in this than Fox News, than Mike Lindell, than Tucker Carlson, than uh, Rudy Giuliani, 
uh, then Newsmax, then OAN. I mean, these are people who all have forked over millions and millions of dollars to Dominion and settlements or are being subjected to billions of dollars in lawsuits from Dominion. And honestly, Fox News, they've got a big empire of of journalists and, and broadcasters. If they think they paid $787 million unjustly, I would imagine that they would be leading the investigation and there would be a call for for congressional hearings and and so much more if if they were able to prove that the 2020 election was somehow manipulated at the voting machine level. We know it was manipulated with Hunter Biden's laptop and that disinformation about that. We know that manipulation took place. But if they could prove that manipulation took place in the voter booth, that would be earth shattering. Stay tuned for our live coverage coming up tonight, beginning at 8 o'clock of the New Hampshire primaries. We'll have all of it for you tonight, starting at 8 p.m. Stay with us here on WDBO. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.